We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Lions have a new defensive coordinator. Matt Patricia is going to his Patriots pass to make the hire. Patricia hired Eagles defensive backs coach Corey Unlund run Detroit's defense. Gunland started in the NFL in 2004 with New England. That was the same year Patricia began his NFL career with the Patriots. He's 48. He replaces Paul Pasqualoni, who stepped away from coaching after the Lions finished 31st in total defense this past year. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 73 on the Blue Wire Network. And today's episode will be sponsored by Untuck It. And for today's episode, we got an emergency podcast. I'm joined by my main suspect, as always, Pierre. We are missing out on Malcolm. And the reason why that is happening, because I mentioned earlier, it's an emergency podcast. So these are not scheduled podcasts. So they're a little more difficult to get everyone on schedule. This news just broke a few hours earlier as the time of this recording. So, you know, we got some breaking news. You know, there's two news we're going to be talking about on this episode. Before we get into that, Pierre, how are you doing today? I am good. Um, I feel good. I'm doing well. How about you, Tyler? What's up with you? I'm doing well, man. Doing well, man. A lot of sports news. Enjoying the best weekend in football, I like to say. You know, you got the divisional playoffs, you know, obviously in the weekend. We watched those already. And then you got the national championship on Monday night. It's a crazy sports day, man. Like I know you're not a big baseball fan, but did you hear all the Astros thing today? Yeah, they like fired their their they got suspended, and the owner was like, "Screw this! I'm just gonna fire them. I don't want to deal with this crap." Yeah, it's crazy. crazy, crazy stuff. They got caught for cheating in the 2017 World Series, and then all this shit's going on with it. But yeah, okay, that's not. We're not here to talk about baseball. You guys, I mean, maybe some of you guys like baseball. I do like baseball. Pierre doesn't. Um, but the Lions made two transactions to the, the coaching staff and two dramatic coaching changes on the special teams and on the defensive side of the ball. So um, we're going to start off with Saturday night's news. We're going to start off with the special teams coach. We didn't talk about this right away. So, uh, Pierre, want to mention who he is, what he brings to the table, and your thoughts and reactions to it. Yeah, I actually like this hire. So it's uh, Braden Coombs. He's a rising. He's rising in the coaching ranks. Um. He's 33 years old. 
He's been an assistant under Darren Simmons for 10 years, and Darren Simmons is like one of the best special teams assistants in all of football, the Bengals special teams coordinator. So him. Um, and also, he's been a offensive assistant in 2012. He was a quality control from 2013 to 2015, a defensive quality control from 26 to 17, and offensive quality control from uh, in 2018. So he's also like has done some offense and defense work while assisting on special teams. But I just kind of like how Patricia went like a little outside of his box, kind of hired a rising guy. This is a guy who um, is like well respected around the league. So I, I actually love this hire. The Bengals last year, I believe you have the stats. You could say the stats if you he, want. He, Cincinnati was number one according to DVOA um, on special teams last year. Um, I mean, it's uh, you look at years past, it's not the most consistent special teams, but for just going off 2019 with Zach Taylor's, you know, he obviously kept him around. So that's saying something, you know, usually you get a new coach. They usually like to clear house and, you know, bring their own guys in. But Zach Taylor from the Rams kept him on. He was a special teams assistant, I think you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he, Simmons. yeah so he wasn't actually the special teams coach, but the assistant. So kind of his right hand, right hand, man. So, um. Yeah, you know, they were number one in special teams. You know, obviously, they weren't a very good football team. You know, they're the worst team in football, obviously, and they're picking number one in this upcoming draft. But one thing there was a bright spot in Cincinnati was their special team. So, yeah, man, it's an intriguing hire. I, did you say his age? Only 33 years old. So, yeah. you know, kind of on the rise, like you mentioned. So, and you mentioned it. He's getting out of his comfort zone, you know. How many guys have we had from Cincinnati in the last few years? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's not a Patriot guy. It's not a Houston Texan guy. It's not a Miami Dolphin. It's not a Tennessee Titan. It's not a Syracuse guy. It's something different. It's a Cincinnati Bengal. And, right. And we saw on offense last year when they went a little outside the box, they got a grab from Seattle, Daryl Bevel, man. And it worked out for them. So I'm intrigued. You know, younger mind, you know, get some younger minds in the staff. We don't really have too many of them. So. Um, and, uh, like, if Patricia gets fired next year, like, if, let's say they just have a really bad, like, thing, and the special teams, like, does really well, this guy could be the team's next head coach. Like, he is well thought of around the league. And special teams coordinators, um, like, when you guys say, oh, I don't want to be my head coach, they actually have to know every player on the roster on offense and defense because they never know what could happen on special teams. You know what I mean? Like, if a guy goes down, this guy has to be ready. If this guy goes down, someone else has to come in. So... And they evaluate every position, too, obviously, except quarterback. But they evaluate every position as well. Yeah. So special teams coordinators are smart. John Harbaugh, special teams coordinator. Joe Judge, Giants guy just now. They just hired yeah. him, special yeah. teams coordinator. So keep an eye on that. I know it's a little too early. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But if it does happen, this guy could be in the running for head coach next year if they fail. That's if Detroit special teams does perk up and is right. good, obviously. Right. So, uh, um, yeah, you know, Detroit has had... It's been an interesting special teams the last few years. You know, they had up and, uh, up and down. They started off really slow, kind of on the rise a little bit throughout the year. So, you know, we'll see how it is. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued by this hire. Don't really have much to say about it because, you know, like I said, it's a special teams coordinator. You know, how much could you really go on about it? But definitely intriguing. And like you mentioned, man, special teams coaches have succeeded in the league of becoming head coaches because – there's not that kind of, I guess, bias, you could say. You know, I, I think players almost prefer special teams coaches because, you know, defensive coordinators that come head coaches like Matt Patricia obviously is going to have his head on the defense more than the offense. Right. And if it's, let's say, an offensive guy like uh, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. Or Kyle Shanahan, yeah, whatever, you know, whoever it may be. 
they're obviously going to have a little more for the offense side and, you know, hire DC. When you're a special teams coach, like Pierre mentioned, you're going to know a little bit of everybody. So a little less bias there. And, you know, you can maybe get the best out of them. So. But if when you're a, this is like obviously I'll have, but when you're a special teams coach, you have to hire like really good coordinators too. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Before we talk about Corey Udlin, let's take a quick break and then we'll get into that. Ever seen an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they're not meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked, no matter if your size or shape. Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untuck length. With more than 50 plus combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online, or you can check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose styles like wrinkled free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to get a crafty, smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It's the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com a promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. Yep. All right, let's get into the, I guess you could say the bigger news. You know, we found out on Monday morning, very early Monday morning, I woke up for school and um, I got a text from Malcolm, actually. He just texted me, WTF. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, no, what is happening? I check our group chat. And he sends me a notification of the Lions hiring a defensive coordinator. And, okay, I, I just want to see who the defensive coordinator is. I had no idea who the hell he was, honestly, before the time of this recording. Uh, oh, actually, I knew before the time of the recording. But before this morning, like, if you told me on Sunday night that this guy, Corey Udlin, would be our defensive coordinator, I'd be like, who? What? So, um. You know, initial reactions was interesting, but I know Pierre's got a little bit on it. So what do you guys say about our new defensive coordinator, Corey Udlin? All right. So the national, I mean, like the local media is kind of like, I don't want to say negative, but they're kind of just like pushing the narrative that he's like Patricia's friend. In 2004, they worked together with New England, but that's the only time like they worked together was 2004. I could go through his like, through his resume. He has a long resume, but I'm gonna go through it just so like I could tell like where he started. Okay. So I'm just going to go through his NFL resume, not his college. So in 2004, he started in the league as a defensive coaching assistant. And from 2005 to 2006, I'm guessing this is probably under Romeo Cornell. Cornell took him with him. Defensive quality control group, 2007 with the Browns, assistant special teams coach. 2008 with the Browns, DB's coach. And then he goes to Jacksonville in 2009. He's a defensive assistant. From 2010 to 2011, he's a DB's coach. Then he goes to Denver in 2012 as a defensive quality control coach. And then in 2013 to 2014, he's in Denver as well as a Broncos DB's coach. If you remember, they had Tlaib, Chris Harris, Bradley Roby. They had some solid safeties. I forget their names. But he was like a big part in their development. TJ Ward was one of them. I remember him. In Philadelphia, he was a DB's coach. But when you look at Philadelphia, bro, their GM has ignored corner or like he hasn't really like addressed the corner. Like the 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 most they invested in a corner was when they took that kid in the second round, Sidney Jones. Sydney he Jones, just hasn't yeah. panned out. He's been hurt. 
Darby, like from free agency, has been up and down. I mean, he's been mostly hurt. Jalen Mills, seventh round pick, has probably been their best, most consistent corner. Uh, but he, he often like Malcolm Jenkins' development. You know, when Malcolm Jenkins went to Philly, he like kind of like turned into like his game elevated, if you will. Um, so he's been the thing I like about this. He's been we said the Browns, the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Eagles. So he's coached under like Del Rio's defense, Jim Schwartz's defense. Maybe he'll bring like a different sort of aspect to this team. Like he could give Patricia some ideas, but I do want to say, um, I don't think he'll call the place. That was the report. I think you had the report. What, what was it? According to Jeff McC- McLean, uh, Arlen will initially at least will not be calling the plays in Detroit. And it looks like it will be Matt Patricia, which we kind of saw a swing towards the Washington Redskins game. in this was a 19 season where I saw Chris Burke's tweet saying that it sure looks like Matt Patricia's calling plays. And I think after since that, he was the you know initial play caller was Matt Patricia. I don't think Paul Pasqualoni was calling plays. Before that, it's kind of up in the air. We don't really know. I mean, some people like to say it's Paul Pasqualoni. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. So Right. Um, but it seems like after the Washington Redskins game, according to Chris Burke's tweet, it looks like it was Matt Patricia, and it looks like it could continue going into the 2020 season. All right, and um, Jeff Risden, actually, like a lot of fans were kind of confused, like who is this guy? Jeff Risden, um, he kind of quoted some uh, some Eagles writers. I'm not going to go through all, but I'll go through them. Clint Irby from Eagles writer. Solid coach, got his NFL start with the Patriots, so I guess he comes from the Belichick coaching tree. I always felt like he could replace Schwartz if he left. But I think the play of the Eagles secondary would lead some to believe that's not a quality coach. Instrumental, Malcolm Jenkins improving as a safety. Keeps the segment together in spite of the injuries and ton of yards they can give up at times. So, I mean, you see there like what we kind of talked about. Like they've had a ton of injuries, was was uh, really good in the development of Malcolm Jenkins. Um, yeah, and also uh, like a lot of Philadelphia media, not just this guy, but the Philadelphia media, a lot of them thought he would succeed Jim Schwartz if he took the Cleveland job. Which mm-hmm. he obviously uh, didn't. They didn't give it. Well, to he didn't him, get so. hired, yeah. right? But that—that's. I think that says a lot about him. Like he could command a room. Like the Eagles think highly of him. So maybe it could work out. You know, maybe it could Patricia. Hey, Patricia Schwartz did this. Like sometimes he blitz. Hey, Patricia Del Rio sometimes would do this. Like let's try some different things. You know, let's not rush three. Let's rush five. Let's let's get more creative in our pass rush. You're saying Stuff bring like some- that. A little, a little philosophy, a little touch to it, maybe to, you know, a little touch to this defense, Matt Patricia's defense, you could say. Right. So you, you like the hire, it seems like. I'm not, I don't like it, I don't hate it, it's like, whatever, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not gonna, like, on paper, like, it's like, oh, he's Patricia's friend, big deal, but then, like, like, we'll see, you know, I don't really know, I don't like it, I don't hate it, I'm kind of like, whatever, we'll see. So, wait and see mode. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty much with you, honestly, and I mentioned this before, even when we had Paul Pascaloni, this is Matt Patricia's defense. And I guess, I mean, he is, I guess, a technically a former Patriot, but you mentioned that he hasn't been a Patriot since 2004. So you mentioned he actually coached for like a million other teams as well. And, you know, adding a little touch, adding little touches, I think this defense is flawed. Like, I'm, you guys know my opinion. I don't think this defense is very good. It's winnable, but. I don't think it's a year turnaround, but that's not the question I'm being asked right now. The question I'm being asked on you is, could Udlin maybe add a little touch, add a little... If he's not the main play caller, because he's never 
called the play, I don't believe, ever in the NFL. Um, I mean, if Matt Patricia's calling the plays and Corey Island is essentially almost a position coach and just adding a little touch from his experiences from Philadelphia, all his other experiences, I guess it's not that bad. But I think Matt Patricia is going to kind of own up to a man up this year. He knows it's kind of make or break for him. I think he's going to be the main play caller, and it makes a lot of sense for him. And I think since we don't know his whole staff yet, I think while he forms his whole staff, I think he's going to kind of look for guys like Corey Udlin, kind of get some other guys who could add some touch to this defense, you know, add a little you know, different to it, not just be the typical Matt Patricia defense that obviously wasn't working in 2019. You know, you could look at the Philadelphia secondary. It, it was bad. It was not as bad as ours, but it was pretty bad. I think it was the 21st ranked secondary in the NFL last year. So, you know, Corey Edlin's not that household name, but we mentioned it. You know, he knows Patricia, but it's not like he's been only with the Patriots. He's got a little touch. He's got his little his gravy to it. So we'll see how it goes, man. I think it's an interesting hire. And like Pierre mentioned, it could work. It could fall to pieces. I mean, it, there's a lot of expectations. And, you know, we'll see what Patricia could do to form this the rest of his defensive staff. But I kind of expect some more kind of guys – with his first two hires already with Braden Crooms and um, uh, Corey Udlin, I expect him to add, kind of stick to what he's doing right now, add to some other teams and add a little flavor to this defense and make it a little different than what it has been before instead of adding his old buddies from New England and, like, Tennessee. But we'll see. I mean. Yeah, and Udlin, like, while he was with the Browns, he actually coached under Cronell. And Cornell and Patricia are like a very similar scheme. But like I said, he did leave with the Eagles and he also went to the Broncos with Del Rio. And yeah, so Schwartz is more aggressive. Del Rio is also kind of aggressive, I guess. So it'll be interesting. So I think I read this in Burkett's article. I'm not totally sure, but I think it was Burkett's article. I guess when Cordell was in Cleveland, he actually tried to get Matt Patricia to join that staff. So it's very possible that I think Udlin and, you know, the, all of them, all those three had a very good connection. So it's going to be definitely interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I, I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but I'm intrigued. So the Lions obviously hired their DC. They obviously hired their special teams coach now. They still have some other holes in that coaching staff. they got to hire a DB's coach, which a lot of people are assuming, and I'm kind of on this boat, and I think Pierre's on this boat, is that they're going to just promote Steven Gregory, who's been there before, their yeah. assistant DB's coach. I think he'll be promoted to be the full-time DB's well, coach. defensive assistant, but he mostly assists with the DB's, yeah. Yeah, and I think he'll be the full-time D- DB's coach now. I mean, yeah. that's not confirmed or anything, but that's something what we're assuming. Right. There's uh, also the linebackers. Um, linebackers. Eric Slit mentioned, like, the Lions could, like, try to poach Jared Gerard Mayo from the Patriots, mm-hmm. kind of give him like an assistant head coach slash linebackers role and give him like a little raise maybe, try to bring him here. I'm, I'm not sure that they're going to do that, but that's also possible as well. Yeah, so we will obviously see as that goes on some other positions like tight end and stuff like that, but we'll definitely see. You know, we filled in kind of the two main holes, special teams and D.C. Now it's just kind of get more of the assistants in now. This, the lower level assistants and we'll go from there but so far you know i'd say intriguing i like the special teams hire a lot and i think this dc option we'll see man it could be hit or miss we'll, we'll definitely see yeah and one thing i wanted to say about patricia though like his initial hires were bad but if you look at the offense he's nailed it with bevel he's nailed it with ryan he's nailed it with caskey hopefully these defensive changes and like special teams changes hopefully they 
they pay dividends. His first hires haven't been the best, but his second hires have been like more proven. Yeah. So hopefully they do that. All right, guys, that is a wrap to episode 73 of the Pride Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, emergency podcast of us hiring in some positions of coaching needs, special teams in D.C. So, Pierre, who do you got tonight, Clemson or LSU? I know this will be after the fact. Uh, this is tough. Um, I don't know who I got. Um, let's just go with the home team, I guess, LSU. But I think it's going to be a really close game. I don't really know who I got. I think it's going to be super close, but I'll go with LSU right now. Spreads at five and a half. Would you take the spread for LSU or no? Five and a half? No. No? Okay. All right. So you're taking Clemson if you were betting. I think it would be a lot. Yeah, I think it'd be like a three or four point game. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm taking LSU. I think it's going to be a a close game too. It's going to be a fun one tonight. So I'm taking LSU as well though too. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed and I'm out, y'all. All right, guys, before I let you go, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Give us your feedback. We appreciate all the support. I'm out. Peace. the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done